Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dessie Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to help Queenie and Chicken with the garden. There's certainly plenty to do as they prepare for winter, and Queenie said that she's thought of a great way of making it fun. Of course, I think that everything that Queenie and Chicken do is fun, and so it'll be interesting to see what they've come up with this time around. Seeing as I'm not quite there, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, Shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer, or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head around the back to the garden and find out what's going on. Donuts, you made it! Yippee! Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken. My, you've made a lot of progress here in the garden. We have. We've picked and dug and raked and forked and brushed and hoed and broomed. And right now, as you can see, we just finished with the nibble and the sipped, as it's our break time. Which means that you've arrived at the perfect time for a cuppa and a bicky. Here, I'll pour one for you. That sounds perfect. Thank you. It's chilly today and a nice cup of tea will warm me up. So, am I too late to help with all of the work? Not at all. We've been busy, but there's still plenty to do. And we don't think of it as work. It's fun. And we thought of a great way of making our winter garden preparations even more fun. Look, Chicken painted the sign to tell you and everybody else about our grand plan. Let's see. Well, it's definitely a nicely painted sign, Chicken. I love how you've created a border with lots of paintings of things we associate with autumn. So there's a pumpkin, some corn stalks, a pile of leaves. Oh, and a muddy boot print, too. Actually, Little Dazzy Donuts, that part's not a part of Chicken's painting. She had the side on the ground to paint it, and I accidentally pushed the wheelbarrow right over the corner of it and walked on it with my muddy wellies. Still, Chicken's so nice and didn't mind, and decided to even integrate my contribution into the final piece. My art edition makes it a little more real, don't you think? It does. It's like a painting of autumn that also contains part of autumn, too. Okay, now let's check out the rest of the sign. It says, Welcome to the great garden Leafapalooza. Join us all for the fun at 6pm. Free to enter, hot apple cider for all. Gosh, I like the sound of that. Me too. And you're standing right at Leafapalooza Central. Look around. Everything we need for garden fun is right here with us. Of course, there's a lot to do to get ready for the big event, but, you know, we have time. And so when are you planning on holding the Leafapalooza? Well, tonight, of course. There's really no time like the present. 
But the present was actually too soon as we need to get things ready, and so we're doing it tonight instead. In fact, you could say that really there's no time like the present plus six hours. Oh gosh, you're right, chicken. We just spent 15 minutes on our tea and Bicky break, and so now there's really no time like the present plus five hours and 45 minutes. We should spring into action and turn this garden into the perfect place to host tonight's Leafapalooza. Little Dazzy Donuts, how do you fancy grabbing that rake and going around the garden to rake up all the leaves to form a giant pile over in that corner? I'm on it. So what are the two of you working on? I'm going to be in the onion patch, and chicken is in the pumpkins. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so much fun. And we're going to make our own apple cider, too. I tell you what, while we get the garden ready for the leafapalooza, how about I play us a few poems? I brought four with me from the recent competition on space and the sky. I know, I'll play this one first. It's from Susitna in India, and is called Space and the Sky. Here, I'll play Sue Sittner's poem for you now. I wonder why the sky is blue. Why does the sun appear yellow? I have no clue. I marvel at the moon changing its shape. But every night I like to sit and gape. I wish I could go to space. Hunker down in the space station for many days. See some asteroids floating high. Behold the side of magnificent bright comets pushing to the sky. Mercury is planet one. is the closest planet to the sun. Mars is planet number four. Ah, neighbor next door. A cosmos is such a mysterious place. Is wondrous in all ways. To be on earth and filled with glee. It's a beautiful home for you and me. A big thank you, Susitna, for your interesting poem. You've done such a great job of writing a poem that's both fun and informative. I really like the thought that Mars is our neighbour and that it's just next door. It makes me think about popping around to see our neighbour for a chat. Perhaps we'll be able to do that one day and visit our neighbours on Mars. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for sending it into the club. Up next, we have a poem from Prachi in the United Kingdom called Gravitating in Space. Let's listen to Prachi's poem now. Tumbled and toppled, her fantasy world approaching the night sky. The twilight sky looking like a kaleidoscope from her small-inch microscope. Staring wide-eyed into the disk of black, magnified yet every speck modify. The singular speck of just the stars that soar above, swirling and dancing melodiously. So beautifully ordinary, upbringing warmth and clarity as the wind lifts and directs her without sanity. Brushing past the radiant and overcast moon, much like a great silver balloon, each planet perpetually orbiting, a vibrant binding so convincing, so conflicting while the rest of the world is opening. A big thank you, Prachi, for your fascinating poem. You've painted a really interesting picture with words that invites us all into a world that is full of possibilities. When looking up at the night sky, it's possible to see it as a black void, or alternatively, to see it as a place that's full of endless possibility. And your poem definitely encourages us to do that. Thank you so much for writing it, 
and for reading it so nicely. Okay then, Queenie, I've raked up all of the leaves. How's it going for you and Chicken over with the onions and pumpkins? We're doing really well here, too. My, you've really made a big leaf pile there, little Desi Donuts. It's perfect. So what should I do with them all? Oh, you don't have to do anything. In fact, you're done with the leaves now. You could just leave the pile right where it is. It's all ready for tonight. It is? Yep. It's going to be the star attraction for the Leaf-a-Palooza. After all, you can't have a Leaf-a-Palooza without leaves. Once the event starts, everyone can enjoy themselves by running around the pathway that's now lined with onions and by leaping into the pile of leaves. I mean, what could be more fun than that? It certainly sounds like fun, and it definitely explains the trail of onions that you've placed all the way around the garden. Now, what happens with all of the pumpkins that chickens piled up over by the pond? Oh, those are for a bowling. Down at the far end of the garden, you'll see ten carrots sticking up out of the ground. Well, you grab a pumpkin and you try to bowl it down the garden to knock over the carrots. It's a bit like ten pin bowling, but it's actually ten carrot bowling. It doesn't sound easy. Oh, it isn't. Chicken and I tried it for an hour yesterday and didn't knock over a single carrot. In fact, we didn't get a pumpkin anywhere near the carrots. It turns out that pumpkins aren't very round, and they're covered in bumps and lumps, so when you roll them, they head off in all sorts of directions. What we actually learned is that your chances of hitting the carrots goes up greatly if you aim somewhere else entirely. Okay, then. Are we all ready for the leaf-a-palooza? Almost. First, we need to make some yummy apple cider. Ooh. We've borrowed this cool apple press from Chicken's Uncle Johnny. And we've saved this large pile of apples from our trees. We're going to pulp them and then press them to turn this pile of apples into gallons of yummy apple juice. We'll then warm it up with some cinnamon sticks, cloves, and some other special ingredients so that everyone can enjoy hot apple cider in the chill of the evening. Doesn't that sound so nice? It really does. Okay, well, while you wash, pulp, and press those apples, how about I play you two more poems? Up next, we have a poem from Eloise in Australia called I Look Up in the Sky. Here's Eloise's poem now. I look up in the sky, what do I see? The beautiful clouds moving in the breeze. I wake up at night, what do I see? Up in the sky, sparkling at me. It's the beautiful stars shining so bright. This is why I love the night. I wake up in the morning, what do I see? No clouds, no stars, will nowhere near me. I guess I'll have to wait and see if at night the stars are there to shine at me. Or I could just go up to space, then I'd see the stars any time in any place. A big thank you, Eloise. What a lovely way of thinking about the sky and how it changes during the day and night. And I really like the idea that if you want to see the stars, you don't have to wait for night time, as you can just go up into space and see them from there. Thank you so much for writing your poem and for sending it into the club. OK, up next we have a poem from Rex in the United Kingdom called 
The Lonely Kite. Let's listen to Rex's poem now. High above the world I fly, amongst the clouds in the sky. I look down at the houses and villas, and palaces with marble pillars. For I am a glorious bird, a kite. I think as I carry on with my endless flight. A big thank you, Rex, for your wonderful poem. I like how your poem could be interpreted as being about a kite that someone would fly with string, or about the bird of prey called the kite. Whenever I'm in Wales, I like visiting a special place in Mid Wales where you can see red kites in the wild, and they are as glorious as you describe them in your poem. Thank you so much for writing all about them and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with the apple press? We're popping and we're pressing and we're squeezing and we're juicing. This is going to be so yummy and perfect for tonight. Oh, I know. While we start on our second bucket of juice, would you be okay to start heating up the juice in our first bucket together with these cinnamon sticks and this handful of cloves? I'd love to. First, though, I'd like to thank everyone for being at the club today, especially the four poets who sent in their poems: Eloise, Pratchy, Rex, and Sue Sitner. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a brand new episode, complete with new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dutty Donuts saying, "Keep rhyming."